<laughs> it's been such a long time since we've talked. I'm so sorry. But hi, guys. Welcome back to another episode of The Journey There with your host, Carla Chua. I am so sorry that I left you guys hanging for such a long time. Honestly, I don't. I wasn't intending for the break to be this long. Like, really, I wasn't. I was trying so hard to keep up, but, you know, I don't feel the need to explain to you guys um, everything that I went through to get here today, okay? I, well, technically, this whole freaking episode is going to be about that, but, like, I I just got really busy. Law school's really hard, duh. I'm not going to sit here and talk about it, but I must say that I just finished midterms and I feel like I am on top of the mother freaking world. Okay. Like, oh, I wish you guys were here throughout or it's my fault that I wasn't here, but I wish I took you guys along with me throughout the ride of the first half of the first semester of law school because it was really insane. I got COVID and then a lot of drama happened and when I got back to school, it was straight into midterms and it was like hell and then I found new friends and I found like really good friends and the friends that I already got in law school and like I know that I told you guys that law school is really fucking lonely I don't know if actually I told you that but like law school is so so lonely it's not fun um but it's only not fun if you don't have people right by your side holding your hand and you know suffering with it ah suffering with you through it okay so I found new friends, I found good friends, and we suffered through midterms together. And that was a 180 turn for me that I really, really needed, especially because I was locked in with COVID for such a long time. I was locked into COVID for like, I was locked down for maybe, uh, for two weeks. Normally, the origin, like the normal protocol nowadays is just seven days. I think even five days if you're fully vaxxed or something. Don't quote me on this because I'm not a doctor or anything but that's just what happened to me that I got locked down for two weeks and I didn't even freaking notice it why because I was just waking up studying right away and then going to school online and then sleeping and then waking up doing the same thing over and over and over again so I am lucky enough that I I, I don't know like I didn't feel the loneliness as much as I would have if I got COVID or I contracted COVID in the height of the pandemic. You know, I didn't do that. So, yeah, it's just weird for me because uh, it was such a source of frustration for me because I only got COVID, like, what, three years after the pandemic was in full bloom? You know what I mean? Um, I was a COVID virgin for so long, okay? Like, I was so proud of it like i never got covid i never got covid even if my whole family got covid literally i think i talked to you guys about this man but like my whole family got covid and i and me and my dad were the only ones who didn't get it and i was like what the fuck i'm gonna run away from all of this right now because i can't afford to get covid and then i did and uh it was just i don't know it was a high it was like a very big stressor on me before when everyone else got covid and i didn't but when i got covid and everyone else was already okay i wasn't as stressed as i was you know cuz like i guess there's more pressure in taking care of people rather than taking care of yourself or that's me 
I don't know. Maybe there's some baggage there that I don't know of, but like I wasn't as stressed anymore when it was just me having to heal myself, focusing, focus, focusing, focusing on myself to heal. Um, but in general, my body heals really, really slowly. Like I, I'm on a good. I, I, I didn't get sick for around like three years, genuinely, because. You know, you didn't get ex- I didn't get exposed to anyone. I was like lock- locked down all the time in pa- the pandemic. We really took quarantine seriously before and we would only go out in open air spaces. We never really like, I didn't freaking go around kissing people or like hugging people or anything. Like I'm very like, stay away from me, you know. Um, just kidding. I was very physical touch. <laughs> whatever i didn't get covid for such a long time but the only reason why i got covid was because i wasn't taking care of my body anymore as in i wasn't eating properly i wasn't sleeping enough and obviously you know it's because i'm in freaking law school and you can't expect yourself to take care of your body while all of these readings are coming at you straight in the face every single day demanding you to know everything you know like downloading all of these things in your brain um i'm finally understanding that law school is not for superhumans um everyone in law school is a human being with needs and that just means that you have to accept that your capacity doesn't need to be of that capacity that they demand of you whatever you come with in school for a reset or whatever you are prepared with it's enough for the day already and just accept your fate um i'm not gonna delve into this this is not gonna be the episode for that but i put so much pressure on myself genuinely so much that was a (laughs) clearly not used to talking this long anymore um i put so much pressure on myself to you know be on par with everyone else around me and uh, i have to read this much i have to know this much i have to be good as that as good as them and all that but really it's because i was so in my head thinking that everyone else was so much better than me and I didn't deserve to be here. That I worked myself to the ground so much so that I got freaking COVID because my immune system tanked. I was so sad that I got COVID. Not because like, oh, I can't see my friends or anything like that. But I knew exactly the reason that I got COVID wasn't because I was... I, I that, that time kasi... I wasn't going out. Like, I was literally just locked in my condo. Like, every single day, studying. And then I'm only going to school for around two to four hours. And I'm only going straight to the classroom and then going straight back to my condo. So I'm not really seeing different people here. Like, where would have I gotten COVID, you know? But it's the fact that my immune system was so low that whoever had COVID jumped from God knows where. And then I got it because I was so weak and my body couldn't fight it anymore because it was fighting itself. It was fighting my mind. It was demand- My mind was demanding way too much from it that like COVID hit me from the back door, you know. 
I was just really frustrated about it. And I am obviously going to try so much better to take care of my body. However, I don't... Mm, I don't know if that's gonna happen. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's still hard for me to balance everything. But that was a wake-up call that I really needed. Nah, hey man, your body, it can't just keep taking your hits without being loved as well i think that i battered my body so much uh and you shouldn't don't do that even if you're not law school if you're med school if you're engineering architecture um not even if you're just a college student if you're just a high school student i know that it's some listeners are just you know high school it's okay the rest Actually, it's not just okay to rest. I think that's the problem is that we say it's okay to rest as if resting is the second priority or it's like the thing that you have to... It's it's not just a treat for yourself. It's a necessity. It's something that you have to do. It's something that you have to put into your to-do list, okay? It's not just okay to rest. You need the rest, okay? As a law student now, I appreciate wording very, very much. And I'm not here for, you know, just accepting that resting. Well, what was that brain glitch right there? Um, I'm not just accepting that it's okay now to rest. I think that all this time that I've been talking to you guys, I always say, you know, treat yourself to rest. Give yourself a little rest. Nah, man, it's mandatory. You need to do it. You need to put it into your schedule because if your body keeps breaking on you, you will never get up ever again. And you will never get to do whatever you want to do with your life because you didn't take care of yourself freaking take care of yourself okay um this is not even what we're gonna talk about today but i just really needed to put that point across that yes you deserve rest not only you deserve rest it's a right that you have it's something that your body demands of you and you have to give it to it so that's that Anyway, let's get into the actual topic. Okay, I'm not gonna go into it very deeply. But I went through a lot in midterm season. Now, I wouldn't say that I was at rock bottom. Because you guys know that I... We all know what the definition of rock bottom is. We've listed it down. We've spoken about it in 40-minute long episodes before. This ain't rock bottom. I have a very, 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 very high threshold for bullshit. And we all know that. And rock bottom for me is like basement 53. You know what I mean? And this was around like basement 12. You know, it was really bad. But it wasn't the worst thing that could ever happen to me. However, it was just heightened as fuck because of midterms. So my personal life was going to shit in midterm season. And 
on top of that was midterm season where everyone was crying, everyone was stressed out, so many things were happening to people. And um, it was just a lot. I'm grateful. You know how I'm not grateful for rock bottom, okay? But like, I'm just saying that all of the things that I've been through before have prepared me for this moment where I am being shred into pieces by my personal life while I am still being demanded to be a law student or you know so I was dealing with a lot of emotional turmoil um in midterm season however being the person that I am and I'm actually bragging about this okay like you know how sometimes I'm just saying yeah no I'm not gonna brag about it no I deserve I deserve this I deserve to share with you guys that I went through midterms and I did well in it. Even if I was doing really, really bad in my personal life, even if I was crying every single day in the morning, I wake up every morning in midterms sobbing over my personal life. Then I pick myself up at around 7 a.m. to 8 a.m., eat breakfast, and then I start studying until like 12, and then I sleep, wake up, cry again about my personal life, and then work, 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 whatever. So imagine, I freaking deserve it. I don't care. I don't care what other people say. I am giving myself that credit because I deserve that credit. Not everyone can do what I just did. You know, a lot of people dropped out of law school already at this point. And here I am with my baggage and mess all over the floor and my whole life. I don't mean it literally, okay? My okay but like i was a mess personally but i pushed through and i think that deserves a round of applause so we're going to give ourselves that anyway so um what was i going to talk about oh yeah in the times that's such a bad thing that happens to me now okay guys like imagine i I'm so absent-minded nowadays because I use all of my brain cells for just studying. Um, but I would say that right now I'm doing pretty well. Like, nah, nah, Not really. It's been a while since we've talked. So if I'm kind of all over the place, it's because I'm not used to this anymore. I should really do. I really will try as much as possible to keep you guys in the loop but you know i haven't even gotten to therapy in so long i haven't done a lot of self-care things in so long i haven't even exercised in so long okay i think it's been maybe two weeks since i've exercised um whatever besides the point uh so what was happening in my every morning cry sessions listen it's not like I schedule my crying sessions. It's just that it so happens that my emotions are at the height when it's, you know, the daytime. I don't know. When I wake up in the morning, it's like, oh, like my life sucks. But then like throughout the day, like I get better naman. I think other people are the other way around where they're most vulnerable at night. But no <laughs> at night i'm way too tired to even think about my personal life so i just like you know 
knock out. I don't get it how some people can like have that energy to still think about themselves. Because I say I think some people are like, okay, let me just get through everything else in the day first. Let me get through my to-do list and then I'll deal with my personal life. But my personal life was knocking at my fucking door every morning, banging on my fucking door, telling me, fucking notice me and process me because your life is shit right now you know that's really how my life has been re- lately so and my mental health that was my mental health also uh, also also banging on my door like that so anyway uh i always say naman that everything you go through is a learning experience although you don't deserve it you never deserve all the shit that you get you know you you're put through not all of it. Sometimes you deserve it, but like a lot of the time, you're just a good person trying to live your life, and it just so happens that you get fucked over. That's what happened to me. Um, and I guess I'm just grateful for the way that I deal with my shit now because I take these things in stride. I do not take it personally that bad things happen to me i rather i just take it process it and make myself a better person from it and i hope you guys do the same like there was a point in my life where i was well, i was very entitled nah why is this happening to me it shouldn't be happening to me because i'm a good person i didn't do anything about it in college i was very entitled to a good life I wanted that everyone around me was a good person to me because I was a good person to them. They deserve, ah, I deserve to be treated well because I'm a good person. What did, what did I do to have more shit on my plate? I've already had so much shit on my plate. I was playing the victim card for so long. And okay, yeah, everyone has trauma. I had trauma, you know. But I don't deserve the best life in the world just because I went through something, you know. I am slowly taking apart my victim mindset because it's not, you know, it's not nice to be around someone who thinks that they deserve the world just because something happened to them. Listen. I, of course, I empathize with the people who go through things, you know? Like, of course, it sucks that you went through that. I'm sorry that you went through that. But keep moving forward. You know, the world doesn't owe you anything just because you went through something. That's what I had to learn before. And I applied that in my happenings in my life now, right? And what happened was that uh, i don't know i think i approached my bad shit bad circumstance now with a lot of humility and i kept asking this bad circumstance what can i learn from you and i learned that my self-esteem was so motherfucking low and i'm really sorry that i'm cursing like a lot i don't know why okay like dom really says that like why are you cursing so much like it's unnecessary 
my you know the curse words like why 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 did you have to put it there you didn't need it there you know it's not like you're cursing in freaking law school you know like it's not like in reset i'm i'm cursing reciting the freaking preamble you know what i mean um i don't know i've become very very passionate about it and also i think it's because my roomie she wasn't really she's not really my roomie but like she curses a lot i think i'm not sure does she fair do you curse a lot i don't even know if she's listening to this but i curse a lot more now and it's harder for me to censor myself why i don't know who cares though you know oh my mom (laughs) my mom cares i forgot anyway i hope she's not listening to this but let's go back to what i was saying that i realized that my self-esteem was so low that I was putting everyone else on a pedestal. Now, I think that I used to mistake my entitlement as self-love. And I think that a lot of people do that as well. But I mistakenly said, I deserve this, I deserve that, because this is self-love, because I went through this and that, and I deserve to love myself. But that's very different from entitlement because, um, I mean, it's not it's not very different from entitlement. It is entitlement because entitlement is that you're saying you deserve everything. Why don't you just give yourself it whenever you can? You know what I mean? Um, so my self-esteem is very low and it was very bad because everyone in my life I put on a pedestal. I put them so much. I, I don't know man, if I would say that I put everyone on a pedestal or if I just put myself lower than everyone else. But I, especially at the start of law school, I didn't think that I deserved to be here. And I know that that's a lot of, like a lot of people think that naman din in law school. And I, I'm sure a lot of people think that in med school, whatever, in post-grad, wherever you are now, I think it's very common to feel that imposter syndrome. That, yeah, everyone's smarter than you. Everyone deserves it more than you. Me personally, going through gra- graduation, was it was just very hard because I always listed down the best things about people and i always failed to find anything to list down for myself i went through graduation crying a lot and i don't know if i talked to you guys about this but i was crying a lot through graduation because voila you know how you see everyone's um awards what they went through you know like oh my god i'm so heavily decorated with achievements and whatever that makes you think shit what did i do with my four years what did i do to make a difference did i do anything at all like did i do anything meaningful in this time or at least that's me i always want to i don't want to waste any time and the way that i lived my life was so purposeful that i was like is there anything that I got out of that, why couldn't I just appreciate that I lived my life purposefully? You know what I mean? Like, why does your purpose have to have an outcome? Why do you always have to have an output for 
purposeful living, Carlisle. I don't, I'm not saying that everyone else is like this, but for me personally, I was like, where is my output? What can I tangibly hold in my hand that says I live the purposeful life? But that's the thing, eh? A purposeful life isn't about the tangibility of, you know, your achievements or anything at all. Mm, a purposeful life is just continuing to live on. Like I don't know. Listen, I'm I I'm not Buddha yet. Okay, like I don't yet. <laughs> Carlisle, who are you? I'm not Buddha. I'm not I'm not enlightened as much as everyone else is, you know what I mean? I'm not even everyone else. I'm not enlightened, neither is anyone else. But I Where was I going with this? <laughs> Carlisle. Okay, I remembered. Basically, yeah, you're not mm, an enlightened person doesn't need anything to show for themselves. An enlightened person doesn't need um, anything else aside from their own lives to be happy. And I realized that my low self-esteem has really affected the way other people look at me, for one. The way that I treat myself, for two. And I guess... I always treated everyone like a prince, princess, king, queen, whatever. Like, I always treated everyone so well. Because I always felt like it was a blessing to be in their presence. And it was never the other way around. I never felt, and this is very honest of me, but I never felt like people were lucky to have me. I'm sure people have said that to me in the past, but I never believed it. I don't believe in a lot of things that, like, I don't believe in a lot of good things that people tell me, and it sucks. Like, I say thank you for all of these things, but, like, did you really receive it, girl? You know, like, when you say thank you, it's because you received something. Did you receive it? Did you receive that compliment? You didn't. You didn't. So why are you lying to people? You know what I mean? I am not ungrateful for the kindness that other people give me. But I am on... I don't receive it. I don't know the word for it. I just don't receive it. It's like there's this film of depression or whatever this is that's holding me back from accepting other people from loving me and it sucks and there was one time in my breakdown you know as you do in the morning before your midterms i was crying about how and i was actually i had a lot of breakthrough cries you know how you break down cry there's a breakthrough cry as well and i cried out of joy maybe twice in the three weeks that i was not okay um what happened to me? <laughs> I was so, so, so happy and so proud of myself out of nowhere because I realized all that I ever wanted was to become a law student. I realized I got through so much to get here now. And it's so beautiful that no matter what happens to me, I always keep pushing forward. And being in law school now is probably the biggest achievement I ever have. 
in my life now because I I've always wanted this. This is what I've always wanted. Everything before this was okay. It meant something to me clearly because I am so strongly I feel so strongly about it. But everything that I went through in the past wasn't really building up to my dream kasi. It's not like the EB loss of Kaith was gonna make me a better lawyer. You know, like, all of these things were just accessories to the real goal, which is to become a lawyer, to protect people through the law. It's it's here right in front of me now, and I'm pursuing that dream. And it doesn't matter what other other people have done in their lives anymore. It doesn't matter how many medals people have on their wall that I don't have or anything. That doesn't make them any better than me. Because I'm living my life the way that I want to. I'm living my life for myself, and that's something to be proud of. I'm living my life purposefully, and I don't need, I don't need proof that it's purposeful to say it's purposeful i have a purpose i have a goal i have a dream and i'm pursuing it and that's enough and when i had that thought click in my head i sobbed i cried i was so proud of myself i shared it with all of my best friends like guys a weight has been lifted off my shoulders a physical weight has been lifted off my shoulders the way that i explained it to there She's my roomie. She's a new name in this, you know, sphere of my life. It's been three months since we've talked, okay? I have new friends as well. So, Fair, um, I told her that it's like bulalo. I feel like, if you don't know what bulalo is, if you're like an international listener, um, bulalo is a Filipino soup uh, of bone marrow... It's like beef, bone marrow, whatever. So it's really good. It's really good. Um, but it's very, very oily. And like when you stir the soup, yeah, there's no oil. But then when you leave it to settle for, for some time, oil, there's a film of oil above the soup. And you have to break that film and then mix the soup again to make it yummy. And not disgusting. But basically, I was explaining to Fair that my life felt like I was bulalo for so long. I was under that oil film for so long. And that's what it feels like, or at least for me, with depression. Is that you can see everything above you, okay? Like, above the soup, I can see everyone looking at me and like i can see everyone living their lives happily but i'm drowning in my fucking hot soup of bone marrow and i can't get out of it i don't know how you know or when i if i do it's hard it's really hard it's not like the oil is matigas or anything like that okay it's just that it's it's just whatever it's it's penetrable you know that it's penetrable but it's not something that I wanted to do personally until I broke through that film of oil and I could breathe properly. 
I felt like I could breathe properly. I felt like I could see things properly because throughout these past few months that we haven't been talking, I feel like I have been so in my head, like so blinded by how great everyone is around me that I couldn't appreciate myself. I suddenly realized that, oh my God, I'm going through midterms in law school. I always wanted to be in law school. I'm so happy that I'm here. Yeah, it's hard, but it comes with the dream. And the fact that I'm pursuing my dream, it's so fun to me. It's so nakaka-proud, you know. There was this conversation that I had with my mom once. I don't know why we talked about this, but I was so happy for her. I was like, Mama, are you kilig that your life went the way you wanted it to? Okay, not everything in her life actually went the way it want- she wanted it to. Obviously, she went through a lot, but she became a doctor and... Like, these are the surface level things, okay? But she became a doctor. She's married to the man that she loves. She has four children that she loves very, very dearly. She has a good house, a good job, stability. She loves her family so much. I asked her, Mama, are you kilig sometimes that your life turned out well? Are you kilig that you've become a doctor? Are you kilig that you're with the man that you love and you have children with him? And she was like, I didn't notice. <laughs> like, she laughed at me. She's like, what the hell? <laughs> like, why are you thinking about this? Like, that's so weird. That's such a weird question to ask, you know. And for me, it's just, I guess I'm not used to things going my way. And I'm not used to getting what I want. And that's not me playing the victim card. I'm just, like, saying it, like, point blank, period. I don't get what I want a lot of the time. And I'm just, that's that. I'm used to it being that way. And I don't know, but I feel like I'm finally at that point where people could ask me, are you kilig that you're pursuing your dream? And I'll be like, what? Like, why? It's not that big of a deal. You know what I mean? You don't recognize it when you're so up close to it. But if you zoom out a lot, (laughs) zoom out a lot, because I've been really, you know, neck deep into um, self-pity and sadness. But if you step out of it, you will see that your life is how you wanted it to go. Or at least for me, that's how it feels now. All I wanted, everything else really didn't matter. Like genuinely, genuinely, I could have made do without every other angot thing in my life. I didn't need all of those other extracurriculars that I have. I mean, it did shape me to be a better person, but the heartbreaks that I had and shit like that, I could have went without it, okay? And I would still pursue law. I would still go through everything that I went through because this is my dream. And I'm so proud that I'm going through my dream. I'm pushing through with it. There are so many people who fell off along the way throughout college i came from legal management guys everyone wanted to start off becoming a lawyer like everyone wanted to become a lawyer at the start you know and then little by little they dropped off like nah i don't want to do that nah that's not what i want to do nah i don't want to study anymore nah i don't want to this and that this and that and this and that 
But there's some people who stayed and applied to law school. Some people who went through the courses that we went through already because they wanted it. I'm so proud of those people. And I'm so proud of myself for being one of those people. I feel so empowered now. And I don't know if I took other people off the pedestal or I finally put myself up there with them. I respect myself so much and I'm so proud of myself. And I carry myself a little bit hmm, more confidently, I would suppose. I, I walk around now being like, yeah, fuck you, dude. I deserve to be here too. You know, there was a point where um, I guess in college or graduation specifically where I felt lesser than because, you know, there are people higher than me in rankings higher than me in grades and it, it made me very insecure um but <laughs> they're not any better than me you know like yeah they i always saw it that way okay i always thought that people who had rankings people who had power people who had awards were better than me because why else would you be given a title isn't it supposed to be to put your give you some leverage above everyone else? I really genuinely thought that. But now I'm just thinking, oh, good for them. Like, oh, you worked so hard and you got it, you know. Before, it was, I guess, I don't know if it's crab mentality or what. But it made, it strained me. It made me uncomfortable when people would succeed. Because that meant that I had to succeed too so that I could still stay on par with them so that they stopped looking at me lowly. Listen, I know that there's baggage there. I know that there's trauma there. We're going to work on it in therapy. I promise I will go back. But I just thought that I wasn't good enough because I didn't have what other people had. I keep looking at what other people have. And I never look at what I have for myself. I'm great. I'm amazing. I'm smart. I have a bright future. I have a fucking podcast. And I have people who listen to it and who are empowered by it. Why Why don't I see that? Why didn't I see that? But now I do. And I appreciate myself for all that I do. And I'm proud of myself. And I really wanted to share that with you guys. Because it's been a minute. And I was rolling around in self-pity and self-loathing for so long. I don't even know if you guys reached that. Maybe you didn't. Maybe it was a good thing that you didn't, that we didn't see each other for three months. Because I think that who I became was not who you know, was not who you love. I'm sure you still love me even if I hate myself, okay? But I didn't want also to put myself out there to broadcast something that wasn't me i'm me now i can see things clearly it feels like things have been given a new light to me things have been much brighter i can see things i genuinely can see things clearly guys and i'm so happy to be here i'm so happy I was going through the rest of the midterms happily. I was studying happily. Why? Because this is my dream. 
I'm doing it. And I hope that you guys, you know, fulfill yourselves in that way as well. Because it's so nice being here. It's so nice. And I wish I could give you guys a taste of what I feel now. Because it's so happy. It, you know, I was really telling Fair, I was like, is this what it feels like to not have depression? Like, I, I, don't, I don't have it right now. Or like, I don't feel it. I don't know if I'm in a manic episode or something like what the fuck is going on but I'm not depressed right now guys and it's so nice oh my god I'm gonna cry again thinking about how I'm not depressed <laughs> isn't that crazy no matter what happens to me I'm always gonna end up crying somehow no but yeah that's all I wanted to share um god knows when I'm going to talk to you guys again and I'm so sorry that it's been so staggered I'm so sorry that we haven't gotten the talk in a while but i want you to know that the journey there is still continuing as much as it can because this is something i'm proud of i say that all the time but this is something i'm proud of this is something i love and i'm going to keep it there because it reminds me of who i am and you guys remind me of who i am as well and the way that you guys see me i am starting to see myself that way as well yay no to low self-esteem please (laughs) anyway that's all i will talk to you guys very soon i hope i promise i will i don't know we'll 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 make some time i promise i love you all i will see you soon bye